connect with your why, with your dream, with your family is why. Not what, but why. It's way more of a bedrock. It will give you energy when you don't feel like doing it. It will reconnect you with why your family is so crucial in the process. The why is everything. Who is doing something that interests you? You both are doing things that interest me. Welcome to Star of the Doubts. I'm your host, Jared Easley, and my special co-captain is Kamanzi Constable from KamanziConstable.com. Hey, Kamanzi. Hey, Jared. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited and I'm ready to starve the doubts. Yay. You are. And, and what time is it in Hawaii right now as of this recording? It is 5.09 a.m. and I'm recording this in the dark. All right. So I got to say, come on, dude, there's not many people that you would get up and have a Skype call with at 5 a.m. But I think our guest today is one of those people. Would you say yeah, that's true? Him. It's probably a very short list. But yeah, he's definitely on that list. So he's on the list with Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift is number one, of course. And then maybe so you would talk to her at 4 a.m. Yeah, maybe like Malcolm Gladwell, Richard okay. Branson, and then Zach. And Zach Newman, yeah. but not necessarily in that order. No, not in that order. <laughs> well, that's it. Let's introduce Zach. So Zach Rad Newman is a husband. He's a father. He's an entrepreneur, writer, and speaker. He's doing big things over at ZachariahNewman.com. He's also, you've recently written some really cool articles, which we want to talk about, Zach, and then the basically teaching faith-based approach to chasing your dreams. So, Zach, it's a pleasure to have you. Welcome to the show. Hey, it's great to talk with both of you. Good deal. So, Zach, uh, you've probably listened to at least one episode of Star of the Doubt, so you know this is coming. What is the best concert that you have ever been to? It's not Taylor Swift. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Switchfoot would be my favorite concert that I've ever nice. been to. Yeah. I think Kamanzi's been guilty of listening to some Switchfoot from time to time. Uh, I have. And I should point out, Mr. Jared Easley, that uh, you sent me a $15 iTunes gift card, and you know what I did with that, right? You went and bought a bunch of Taylor Swift songs. I did. I did. Guilty. (laughs) Well, as you should. All right, so, Zach, I've never personally seen Switchfoot, but I've seen them on YouTube, so I can see why that's a good concert. Those guys are awesome performers. Do you have a favorite song, by chance? You know, yeah, probably the Dare You to Move that was written several years ago, but... John Foreman's really who my favorite is, and the lead singer, and he does some folk Christian single solo stuff, and I really like that. That's actually my favorite. Good deal. So if somebody's going to go on YouTube and look up one of those favorites, what would they look up? What would they look up? Now that's pressure. I can't narrow it down to just one. But if you look up his uh, title, uh, Spring, that's probably that whole album's awesome. Okay, so that's John Foreman, not George Foreman, like the boxer in the grill. No, you don't want to grill. (laughs) Well, if you do want to grill like that, that's great. But <laughs> so people are looking up George Foreman grills, thinking, "Man, there's no music here, Zach. I don't know what you're talking about." <laughs> oh, it's a sweet sound to grill, though. <laughs> Good deal. All right, so we're gonna do finish this sentence, Zach. So the only finish this sentence I thought would be appropriate for this hour in the morning would be the best pizza I have ever had is one that I've created. I like to hear that. <laughs> are you um, sidestepping the question, Zach? Yes, I am. I felt like it. <laughs> yeah. Anything with jalapenos on it. The more fire, the better. Interesting. I like the fiery Hawaiian pizza. Have you ever had that? Ooh, no, but I guess I'll be experimenting yeah, this afternoon. It's jalapenos and pineapple, and I think it's some kind of ham. It's like a Hawaiian pizza, but with the jalapenos. Pretty cool. There you go. Maybe add some bacon to it. Okay, so for those that don't know you, Zach, this is a nice segue. So you do have some connection to pizza. For those that don't know, let's go ahead and fill them in. Yeah, so I own a couple with my parents, Figaro's Pizza Restaurant, and 
been in the business 10 and a half years now and of ownership and uh, started in the business. Actually, my dad bought one Figaro's Pizza when I was about three years old. So I started in the business when I was six washing dishes. My dad said labor laws don't apply to your children. I've since learned that that's a lie. So <laughs> there you go. I didn't get breaks growing up, things like that. So maybe uh, I can call them out. That's part of the reason you've turned out so well. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So where are you located, Zach? I'm in southern Oregon um, in Roseburg, a little town of about uh, 40,000 people. Excellent. All right. So one of the reasons we want to talk to you today is we want to talk about dream chasing with the family. There's a lot of people that listen to this show that they're working the day job or they're doing whatever they're working on, but they also have that idea or that thing in their heart that they want to pursue responsibly, of course. And so that's something that you've been working on and you're balancing that, but also being a family man with family responsibilities. I know Kamanzi knows about that. So would you be willing real quick for anyone who doesn't know you? I mean, you mentioned the pizza stuff. Tell people what you're up to. Tell people a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so what I'm up to, writing, speaking, coaching comes through that lens of that tension that's between where we are and where we want to be and how to chase those dreams properly. And for me, that's faith, my family, the income I'm bringing in, and then it's the dream. And so along the way, I think a lot of us, you know, what's simple is not easy. And so that's what I write about. It's really the simple things that we tend to get it out of disorder because I'm constantly, at least, maybe I'm just a slow learner having to realign back to my original values. And there's that middle ground that where the success comes from that I think is the hardest to cultivate because I'm either all or nothing. And I think we all are to a certain extent. And so that's a lot of what I write about is cultivating that middle ground. And Zach, you're not the only writer in your house, are you? <laughs> no, I'm not. My wife has a site called Mom Tip of the Week, and that's exactly what it is. It's one tip every week. What are some of the tips? Uh, one of the tips was she did a series, Date Your Husband, you know, because a lot of times we forget what it was like when we were first dating our spouses, you know, the excitement, the how time flies. I don't know about you guys, but I could make out with my wife for hours. <laughs> it seemed like five minutes. <laughs> and so just over time, how that goes away and, you know, how to re-energize that. So dating your husband, then she had date your children. We have once a month, we take each one of our children out by themselves, both she does and I do. And we have three kids. And then uh, the last one was date God and spending alone time with God every morning. So. <laughs> Zach, so tell us about the day that you realized what your dream was. I think dreams always shift. I think even at you know a young age, I wanted to be a businessman, specifically uh, Figaro's, the company that we have. But when I was young, my dad told me no. <laughs> Apparently, I hounded him enough that he changed his stance on that. But the dream of writing, coaching, and speaking, I think, was just a real, you know, I've always had a dream to write. I just had to hide it. I used to think I was highly creative with this. You know, kids think they're really sneaky. And I would write a bunch of things when I was little, but I'd code them so no one could read what I was saying because I was embarrassed. So it's been a long journey to kind of take off that mask, I guess, and step into that role because I was afraid of uh, rejection and still am. I think we all are. So, Zach, could you tell us when you started chasing this dream of writing, speaking, and coaching and kind of tell us how it was in the beginning to how it is now? In the beginning, it was just, I'm just going to write these thoughts out. And so it's been a, two years since I started writing. And even that, I had a blog. None of my family or friends knew I had a blog. 
because, again, it was that afraid of what people would think. So, really, it's just been a year that I've been doing it full-time, really giving it a full gusto, and how it's changed. It's becoming more organized, you know? In the beginning, it was more scattered. I'm going over here, and then I'll do a little of this, and then I'll do a little of that. And trying to get more out of my time has been the recent thing. Zach, what are some of the pillars over the last two years, some of those moments that you look back and say, okay, this was a defining moment. This is a a step. What are some of the steps over the last two years as you've started this process that have made you say, okay, I'm encouraged to keep going? Defining moments. I think the first defining moment was that the dream wasn't going to complete me that I wasn't going to be fulfilled by it. It wasn't, I mean, the clouds weren't going to part. The ray of sunshine wasn't going to hit on my face and the angels weren't going to start singing. I had this lofty expectation of completion, you know, because I wasn't happy um, when I actually started, you know. But that was the first defining moment is really checking my priorities. And it was a slow shift of it being about me and it being about other people. Because in the beginning, like I said, the unrealistic things we can put on dreams and the heartache of when we actually reach them and realizing that wasn't true, (laughs) luckily that didn't happen for me. The second defining moment was getting an email from someone that was about to lose their house, had lost their job, and was contemplating suicide and going, holy smokes, I don't know this person, I've never met them, and my writing has reached them to a point where they're reaching out to me, a stranger. But to them, I was not a stranger. To me, that was my first interaction with them. For them, they had been reading my material for a while, so we've built a relationship. So that was like, okay, this is way bigger than me. And then the latest is actually paying money to see my dream through. Actually hiring a coach myself is the latest defining moment. I want to stop there for a second. And two things that you said. So the first one I want to talk about is how you felt when you got that email from that reader Uh, Would you just describe that for the listeners, how that made you feel to get that letter and to see that impact? Well, honestly, and I'm a little of an emotional guy, so I started crying. (laughs) So I was crying for a couple different reasons. One was complete gratitude that I was getting to play that role, because for me, restoration is what brings me alive. And to be able to help play a part of restoring a life, really was fulfilling. And the other part was just going gratefulness for my life and how easy it is to take for granted. Take for granted and honestly even begrudge the things that I used to pray for. You know, raising children is not easy and uh, having businesses is not easy. And in the wrong light, all of a sudden the things I used to plead for, I didn't want. And so seeing this man about to lose everything and going, wow, my health, I have my family, I have a roof over my head, and I have a job where I, and a hobby at the time, where I would consider it a job now. At that time, it was a hobby that I'm getting to play a role in life. Man, just overwhelmed appreciation. Wow. So, Zach, you mentioned how you've now made some more investment into growing. Kamanzi, you have kids. Do you spend money on your kids? Oh, yeah. You spend money on your wife? Uh. <laughs> right. I guess the answer is yes. And then anything that is important to you, you actually spend money on, right, Kamanzi? Definitely. So I love what Zach is saying here. He's saying, hey, you know, I realize I want to keep growing this. I want to continue to make that investment. I have to find ways to do that. And that cost me something. So what do you think about that, Kamanzi? Zach, you spent money on hiring something. What led to that decision? Like what have been some of the struggles as you built your dream? Wasted time. That would be the biggest struggle. 
what to do next or encouragement or thinking I'm hustling to a point that there's another layer <laughs> of hustle there. But thinking, oh, I'm going as hard as I can. Um, you know, I needed someone to shine a light on my own inadequacies because though I think I'm very self-aware and though I'm sure listeners think they're very self-aware, we still aren't as people. <laughs> We're just not. And so what made you get to that point where you said, okay, I'm going to spend money on this? Maybe go to that point is uh, how bad I want it. Is it something and getting over the fact of, and Jared, you just said this, you know, we spend money on these things we care about. To me, that made me feel selfish. I'm not sure if, if that resonates with you guys, but, you know, because this is my dream. You know, so it was kind of like, uh, so it was my wife's actually encouragement saying, if you don't fully put yourself in this, you're always going to wonder. So that's honestly what made me go. That was a good life there, Jared. Well, I love your honesty. I mean, you're just saying it like it is, Zach. So obviously this particular episode, we wanted to have an emphasis on dream chasing with the family. So you've talked about the dream chasing. Let's talk about the family. I mean, this is a lot of work to run after the dream, but it's also, there are times when you have to balance obvious family responsibilities with that. So what's your best encouragement to the listener who's saying, man, I don't know what that looks like. I don't know how to do that. My best encouragement is this. You're going to screw it up. So let's just start there. We all are just going to screw it up. There's going to be points where we put our family back on the back burner. I think the number one thing is open communication with your spouse. And critiquing is not hating your dream. And I got that screwed up, and I think we all do because we take it personal because, you know, it's our dream. But saying I feel like second place, which unfortunately that came out of my wife's mouth, that is not hating on your dream. That's just someone being honest. And how do we reevaluate? And for me, I have to operate like waves. And so my wife knows that. I get ultra focused, which sounds kind of funny because I struggle with ADD, but it also allows you to get ultra focused. So we do a wave technique. Hey, how hard are you going to push? Okay, put it on the calendar. And then what are we going to do around that? Because though we like to say balance and things like that, sacrifice is the truth. Because if you're going to chase your dream, you're going to have to sacrifice something. So better figure out what it is and write it down because you don't want it to be your family. You know, you want to sacrifice uh, TV, radio, some sleep, things like this. Those are the things that are worth sacrificing. And so, Zach, you own some pizza restaurants. Tell us how many hours you work, but you work a lot of hours. You got the family. You're chasing the dream. How do you keep from going nuts with your time? And what advice would you give the listener who's chasing a dream on the side with all the craziness of life? So work switches with hours. A couple months ago, I was putting in 70-hour work week with my restaurant because I had high turnover. But usually it's about 50 hours. And I don't know. But there are points where actually this last Sunday, I was at church listening to worship music. And I was just thinking, God, how am I supposed to do everything you've called me to do? So there's points of desperation like that, but I think it's getting more and more focused with your time. What is your time producing and what is my time producing? Each time I actually start looking at my life like that, big things start to happen because I start cutting out things that are a waste. I connect to people on Twitter and Facebook and stuff like that, but there's points in time where I'm wasting my stinking time on that and honestly fostering someone else's dream instead of my own. And cutting out things like that is just ultra important. And re-examining every few months is ultra important because we have slippage and slide 
and we need to get back on track. So value out of time is the number one. Zach, you sound, even though you don't have all the answers, you just sound really confident now that you're moving in the right direction. So what would the new you say to the old you if you had a conversation and you were able to give the old you advice and save all this time? New me, which is still the same thing I say to myself this morning, and that is stop wasting time and energy on things outside of my control. That takes up so much space in our minds, so much space with our, I mean, what, the economy's in the dumps, it goes up and down, there's wars going on, we have kids that we can't control, we can raise them to our best of our abilities. We have all this stuff out of our control that does absolutely no good to focus on. And I spent way too long focusing on whether someone was going to reject what I had to say or what I had to write and stop me until I read, I think it was a Tony Robbins thing talking about how can you be, in order to, for greatness, there needs to be rejection. And so that realization was huge for me. And so, Zach, I'm going to ask you a rhetorical question. Do you have doubts? And how do you fight those doubts on a daily basis? It's rhetorical, so he doesn't answer. Right? I'm, I'm still answering. Action. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Action. Hey, starving the doubts by being on Starve the Doubts. We appreciate that, Zach. So let's talk just for one more minute here about family stuff. So for the family person who's listening, who is working real hard, but they want to be real intentional with their family, what's your encouragement to the person who's family-oriented? It would be to lay down the dream, lay down the job for a couple days. Lay it down and just spend time with your family, connecting with Mm. them, especially if you've been chasing for a while. And it would be have those days where it all lays down. You know, I had to delete social media off my phone, as an example, because some people have self-control. I don't, apparently. (laughs) Any silent point, I'll fill it. So that would be the number one thing, would be just to stop for a second. Turn off the phone. Turn off the computer. Be with your family. Dream together. Man, it's way more fulfilling to chase a dream together than trying to chase a dream and have someone pull on it. Cast a vision for what it will be, because if your spouse isn't in with you, you are making life 100 times harder on you, and you might reach the dream without the family, and what a tragedy that would be to lose everything in the process. Man, well said. Zach, who is doing something that interests you? Well, here, I'll kiss up for two seconds. You both are doing things that interest me. (laughs) Jared, is that allowed? That should be allowed. (laughs) I I think that should be the sound bite for the beginning of the episode. I think you're right. (laughs) Not to the editor. But someone else that's doing things, I love what uh, Rory Vaden has to say. I follow everything he has to say. So I like Rory Vaden, and he talks about self-discipline. Yeah, he's got a new book coming out called Procrastinate on Purpose. Yes. He's an awesome guy, and he writes some amazing things. Yeah, definitely worth checking him out. So, Zach, what's the best place for the listeners to connect with you online? Yeah, it would be uh, my website, ZachariahNewman.com, and you can get all the links that we're supposed to be on. Twitter, Facebook, all that, the links are on there. I'd I'd love to connect with you. Also, email me at ZachariahNewman at gmail.com. I'd love to answer any questions you have, just connect with you. And let me know how I can serve you, because really that's what I'm doing, is I want to serve people. Zach, do you have any final thoughts for the listeners? Final thought would be connect with your why, with your dream, with your family is why. Not what, but why. It's way more of a bedrock. It will give you energy when you don't feel like doing it. It will reconnect you with why your family is so crucial in the process. The why is everything. 
So that would be it. Well, Kamanzi, do you have any final words or final thoughts? I would ask you, Zach, to give the listeners tips on those long makeout sessions, but I don't think that's <laughs> fitting. <laughs> I don't think that's fitting. But, you know, Zach, my last question to you is, what does your wife think about all this? What did she think about it then? What does she think about it now? She's obviously sounds pretty amazing and very supportive, but uh, as you've gone through this, like, what's been her thoughts? It's been a slow belief, and I had to wait for that and not push it. Because online, you know, the internet and making a business online is new, you know, in the scope of the world. And so just, I don't get it. I don't get it. So just be impatient <laughs> with that. And then her reading the emails and things like that to her of what people have to say, then it didn't even matter whether a business could be created or anything like that because she could see the impact on people. So I think we both had to believe at a slower rate in the process of belief has been up and down and sideways. And so being patient with her has been huge. Well, Zach, we really appreciate you being on the show and definitely look forward to seeing the big things that you got coming up. I know you're working diligently at submitting great articles to great places and yeah, it's just exciting to see your process and your progress, and we're supportive of you and definitely wish you well, man. Hey, great talking with both of you, and uh, thanks for listening. Stop wasting time and energy on things outside of my control. That takes up so much space in our minds, so much space with our, I mean, what, the economy's in the dumps, it goes up and down, there's wars going on, we have kids that we can't control, we can raise them to our best of our abilities. We have all this stuff out of our control that does absolutely no good to focus on. 